0: Well, welcome to another episode of the Tax Collector's Table podcast. I am so excited because I am sitting across from two women that I have recently got to know and I'm so excited about what they have to share. And I am here with Carrie Taylor and Allison Jones.
1: Hello. And they
0: are with Cornerstone of Hope, the Lima office is where we're at. And uh, I just kind of wanted to share with you how I got introduced to (laughs) y'all. My group, my singing group, my sister and my brother-in-law, we were invited to sing at your event at the Blackbird Farm in Columbus Grove. And I have to tell you, it was pretty amazing for me um, because I'd never heard of you guys before. (laughs) And um, that's probably a good thing, maybe I haven't needed it, but, but I thought what was really encouraging and inspiring was after that night, I was so overwhelmed with with what I had learned about your organization because I've heard people say before that they don't feel like they have anywhere to go and I think that it's so important for us to spread the word about what you guys do um, because I don't think a lot of people know yet and and I know that you guys have been operating out of faith which some of those stories I heard oh my gosh my faith I felt like it was through the roof after I was done you guys have walked through some faith fights for sure uh, for this and so um, I just kind of want you to explain to me a little bit about what Cornerstone of Hope is and what you have to offer to this community. Carrie, can you explain a little yes, bit about absolutely. that?
2: Absolutely, and we loved having you at
0: our event. <laughs> thank was, you. It was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, thank you. Received
2: by everyone. Thank you. So, Cornerstone of Hope, we are a, um, a faith-based nonprofit counseling center. And we see children, teens, and adults who are dealing with anything from anxiety, depression, stress, uh, behavior concerns, marriage issues, grief, trauma, abuse, addiction. Wow. Kind of you name it. Yeah. We, we kind of see a lot of everything. And I think one of the things that does make us a unique center is that we don't just see adults. We do see teens and children. And mm-hmm. I know that. Um, one of the things we've really found out is that our, our area here in the Lima area, we're at a severe mental health deficit. We're mm. um, indicated <clears throat> that by research that we don't have enough mental health going around. And so we, our staff here, we just consider it such an honor to be able to serve our community that way. So not only do we do individual counseling and marriage and family counseling, but we also, we call it taking the pulse of our community. So as we meet as a staff and we start seeing trends coming into our office, like, man, we are seeing a lot of anxiety right now or a lot of marriage issues, then we try to respond to that by creating groups that um provide another way of healing for people. We believe God created people not just to heal individually, but to heal in right. community. And so uh we, we try to put groups together that um, that then support that and they hear from each other and they don't feel alone, which is the biggest thing <laughs> when you're healing, you yes. should sure. not feel alone. Absolutely. And so we have um, children's groups and teen groups and adult groups um, that meet. So um, I'll just throw out some of them. Sure. We have, um, we have a kids conquering anxiety group, which is actually what will be starting on February 27th, um, and we have a battling big emotions group. We're big on Legos in our office for kids. <laughs> <Okay>. And so, <laughs> uh, This this group is really teaching kids self regulation and what do how do I express my emotions in healthy ways? How can I calm down? Um, mm. How do I how do I build my confidence and that and so it's all done through lego so it's super fun but oh, they're wow. learning and and the parents we always bring parents into mm-hmm. at the end to learn too so they can translate it at home we have um resilient teens groups um that are really teaching teens how how can i get back up again when life is hard mm. because it is yes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. they're going to have hard moments right? right right but to give them hope and skills that okay. I have strengths, I have tools to use, I can shift my thinking, I can put this in a, I can get back up again, Mm, right, which is so exciting. And then for adults, we have groups like our Managing Anxiety and Depression Mm -hmm. group, which gives them, again, highly practical skills And what do I do to to manage it well, Mm -hmm. because we're all going to face stress, we're humans, we're not robots, (laughs) we're going to have it, right? Yes. But we live in a culture that doesn't know what to do with it. Right. And, and how, what, what is, is there anything I can do to manage it? We kind of feel like stress and anxiety happen to us, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily true. Sometimes we are not helping that process by mm-hmm. some of our just everyday habits, but then there's also things that we can do to bring that back down to baseline that God has really equipped us with already. Yes. And it's just helping people know what those tools are. Wonderful. So we do that, and we've got um, a step family group that we do. Mm-hmm. So for families entering a step family dynamic or co- co-parenting now, mm-hmm. so that they can do it in a healthy way
0: um, that's not harmful to the kids and
2: we do pair that with a kids navigating divorce group as well we have a group called rebuilding hope for women whose husbands have um, been in some kind of sexual addiction okay um, so they can rebuild their hope and we've done a men of integrity group as well for men um, who might be dealing with um, whether it's sexual integrity just integrity issues in general um to help them not feel alone that's so amazing and the healing and um there are we've done a healthy relationships group because this is something everybody deals with right yes. how, how do i make sure my relationships are healthy right and so we we've offered a group um that's very practical and so these groups that we offer they just provide an extra layer of healing you know where you're really in community with people and we've done we pair that Then with um, workshops and trainings that we provide either at our office or in the community. We've gone out to a lot of businesses and Mm -hmm. um, schools and churches and done a lot of these trainings um, because sometimes people don't have the time or the resources or they're just not sure about coming to counseling. Sure. But they do need something. And so we believe that God's given us that ability to go to them. You know, what can we do Yeah, to still be equipping you? Um, So we look at all these different unique avenues to reach people and our office, we are, we are really really strong on the practical we believe that God made us to be equippers mm. of people and so we're not we don't just sit and listen we are really equipping you with skills and ways of thinking and and homework to use and to practice and to put it in so that when you leave here you you can live life in a really healthy and whole something way. Something to apply.
0: Exactly. Something exactly. to apply.
2: Exactly. And we have found that people receive a lot of hope from that. Like leaving here is thinking, actually, I actually have something I can do about this. You yeah. Know? And mm-hmm. so that's huge to us um, in our office. We're always talking about how can we push back the darkness yes. and with these practical skills that, and again, we, we like to think of ourselves as equippers, as Jesus asked us to be. Yeah. And so,
0: yeah. I think that goes hand in hand with your name, Cornerstone I mean, of Hope, to yeah. give somebody hope. Because mm-hmm. these are issues that, um, they're not easy subjects to talk about, right? No, I mean, these are, way, these are these no. are tough right. subjects. <laughs> so, this was honestly one of the reasons why we started the the broadcasting of the podcast is we wanted to talk about this tough stuff that nobody really wants to mm-hmm. openly talk about. Mm-hmm. I think um, I love the fact that you're faith based. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. there's not a lot of programs that that have have that. I think paired right. with. Also, the schooling and the abilities of what you guys have, right? Because you you interact, you intertwine both of those, correct? We
2: do, and that's a really important point you bring up. So we are all licensed by the state of Ohio. So that's and people ask, I think that's important. How do do you get to be a Christian counselor? Yes, yes. well, we're counselors who are licensed (laughs) by the state of Ohio, and we happen to be Christians, you know. And so we we really talk in our office about how can we integrate God's truth into the theories we're learning and the techniques we're learning, and if we can't, then we won't use that, Mm. you know. And so that's really. Really important to us. Super important. um, And honestly, I think it's one of our very favorite things is when we can get to talk to someone about, hey, I don't know if you know this, but this is how God created you, and this is you're wired like this, and this is why this theory works. It's actually cool because science, neuroscience, is catching up with God's word now, right? And it's right. proving God's word right because he, so he
0: created he, it. It's His subject, <laughs> and it shows that what He
2: actually said in His word is so loving and so thought out because it was for our good,
0: mm-hmm. you know. And
2: so it's not just putting a verse to a problem, right? It's really combining what they're finding science in science mm-hmm. and in the theories and the way our minds work and the way our emotions work and the way we process things, and that that's not stuck. Yes. There's actually hope, and, and God is the God who makes all things new, even your thinking, mm. and that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so, so we, amazing. Yeah, we often explain to people that hope is a new perspective on your situation. It's mm. what God does when I He love shifts that. it. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. We are all licensed, but we just have this incredible privilege of bringing it in. If some, we have quite a few that come to our office who they don't want that in integrating their counseling, and we respect
0: that sure very much
2: because we still care about them as people and we want to give them the skills they need yeah Uh, but it's an unbelievable opportunity when we get to oh i'm (laughs) sure
0: you guys probably have such a rewarding job i'm sure i'm i'm so thankful for you guys Mm -hmm. thankful that you're in the community doing what you're doing um you know you meant you bullet pointed a ton of counseling and in group sessions but let's steer it a little bit more towards maybe the teens or the adolescents or even children right because I have a teenager. I have a 15 year old mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, although he's a great kid and I've, I've been very, very blessed to have a good kid that so far we haven't really battled anything super, but there's a lot of parents that have, and I yeah. think they feel like yeah. they are hopeless. Like they, I don't yes. know what to do to handle this because the truth of the matter is I'm 44 years old. I have a 15 year old life was so much different for me growing up than mm-hmm. it is for him. I think social media and internet is a huge part of that. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Right. Well, I'm sure yes. you guys probably know way more than I do in, in that area, but um, Um, Allison, can you share a little bit of, of, you know, maybe what you guys are doing in order to cover that part, those those, those kids, those adolescents, Mm -hmm. and then maybe give us a couple tips on what, you know, over this podcast, like what they can do to help ease maybe some anxiety in kids and teens and um, how to engage them to open up a little Mm -hmm. bit. Absolutely. Um, So I have the privilege of working mostly
1: with kids and teens and uh I love teenagers because they are typically willing to come in and be um, very blunt because they think it's kind of fun to try to shock you sometimes, (laughs) Um, and um, I, I love that about them, and so I spend a ton of time talking to both teenagers and their parents about what is happening developmentally during those adolescent years because oh, so important mm-hmm. Oh it's absolutely important and their brain um, I usually teach them your brain kind of looks like a demolition zone right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> things are being <laughs> torn apart, things look messy. But this adolescence is a period where um, there's this rapid development that happens all over again, just like it does in your infancy. And so it's something that we really want to take advantage of. And we want to do that by um, learning healthy coping skills and by building resilience. And, um, you know, it was interesting that you mentioned social media. So I also have the honor of being our school liaison. And so um, we have been invited into. All kinds of different schools in the areas. And we're doing things with, you know, kids as young as kindergarten and as old as seniors. And wow. um, one of the things that the schools are asking, is we've got to talk about the internet. We've got to talk about social media. And so we put together this whole assembly series where we are talking about the connection between social media and anxiety. Mm. Um, And within that, then we start talking about this issue of comparison. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really fun because obviously in the public schools, I can't go in and open my Bible. Right. Um, (laughs) However... I can point them to truth about who they are mm-hmm. and whose they are without, you know, blatantly saying sure. that to them. And that's really fun when we get to start, um, you know, talking to kids about who are you comparing yourself to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and the example that I that I use with them a lot is that, you know, if you look at my social media, you'll often see pictures of my kids on Sunday morning when they're ready for church because we've. Film their hair and they all have <laughs> pants on. You know, the, the bar is not high, <laughs> right. but uh, we look kind of presentable. Mm-hmm. But if you saw my kids on Saturday morning when they're, you know, a hot mess express, everybody's hair is crazy, they're <laughs> tired, they're in mismatched pajamas, sure. Um, then then my Saturday is never going to look like it measures up. Mm. And so I tell kids, that the language that I use with them a lot is be careful not to compare your Saturdays to everybody else's cropped, filtered, mm-hmm. you know, edited Sundays. Oh, wow. And um, that was one of those <laughs> phrases that kind of just came out in an assembly. Like, I hadn't planned that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get feedback from the kids, which is really fun. We, we track some data with that. And uh, probably 75% of the kids, when I asked, you know, what's the biggest takeaway, and they wrote something about not comparing my Saturdays to somebody else's Sundays. And I was like, you know what, God, thank you for that. Because oh, that wasn't
0: me. Holy Spirit inspired yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that even that. talks to me as an adult, right? Really? Oh, right, absolutely. Because <laughs> Instagram especially can we just be a highlight reel of everybody's good side. Right. What about oh, the ugly yeah. and, and the mess? We about that uh, with adults too. Oh, oh, yes, absolutely. yes, But I can't imagine as, as an adult how that still affects me. But as an adolescent. Mm-hmm. Everything they're going through, their emotions, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's so incredible. Mm-hmm. And you're probably finding that's probably a big, a, a big um, reason why you're seeing anxiety. Is that is that one of the biggest reasons? Maybe. I think
1: I think social media is definitely a part of it. I also think that our kids are probably, again, linked to, to social media, they are so overexposed mm. to all of the bad things happening in the world. Yeah, that's you know, true too. You know, when I was yeah. in middle school, I wasn't sitting down and watching the news at night with my parents, let alone all day, every day. Yeah. And so it looks like the world is this big, scary, awful place wow. when really the research says that it's probably safer now than it was when I was a kid. Wow. Um, and so I think that's part of it. And again, because they have these developing brains the last part of their brain to develop is the one that can think through these things critically and logically. Okay. And so they live kind of in this place of doom and gloom and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then I also think that um, we have kind of created such a safety net for our kids that they're not often learning resilience Mm -hmm. and so um when we're going into the schools all of our programming falls under this umbrella of building resiliency in kids
0: Mm -hmm. um and so that's that's what a great point Mm -hmm. (laughs) what a great point yeah, because we, we talk about a lot of times in my family, you know, talk about the participation trophy, right? right. So yes. um, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with what you're talking about, that safety net mm-hmm. um, of wanting to protect our kids so much that we don't let them actually go through anything mm-hmm. at all. Yes. And that's such an important topic. Mm-hmm. What, if you could give us maybe just a couple pointers here, mm-hmm. and I know that you're gonna talk to a little bit about some classes that you got mm-hmm. coming up. What could you give maybe just a couple pointers now, if somebody's honestly dealing with some anxiety in their teen, what could help?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think probably one of the biggest pointers that I give to parents um, is that you are going to have to be, as a parent, courageous enough to walk with your child through it. Mm -hmm. Because if you rescue them from it, Mm -hmm. they are going to internalize the belief that you don't think they can handle it. Oh, wow. And so I think that if we can walk with our teens and say, listen, I know that this is hard. Or know that this feels scary. Mm-hmm. However, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of the, the gift that we have here in our office is that we also get to talk about the strength that we have because of who Jesus is in us. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that that's probably the thing I say, like, more than ever. I, I think uh, I joke sometimes, like, I just need to record myself saying that and say, here, just, just <laughs> yeah. listen. Um, be courageous. Because sometimes that feels so cruel. Um, and I think especially us moms, mm-hmm. you know, when our yeah, when our babies are hurting, that mama bear thing comes out. We does. want to rescue them. That's so true. Um, but I think then what happens is these kids get the, the unintended message that I can't handle this. Wow. Yeah. And so I, I think that's probably the biggest tip that, that we Absolutely. give more than any other mm-hmm. when we're dealing with anxiety. I love that.
0: That blessed me. (laughs) Truly, it did. Because I think as a mom too, you know, Mm -hmm. we're moms, so you have this nurturing, you don't Mm -hmm. want your kids to hurt or Mm -hmm. fail. But at the same time, you know, some of the best lessons I learned was my parents let me fall on my face Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. in certain things, but knowing that they were there, knowing I had unconditional love, right? but you're going to suffer some consequences because of these actions. Mm So um, tell us a little bit about what you got coming up for people that that might want to more yes. details because that was a big old nugget. Yes, thank <laughs> um, you. But but, um, but yeah, tell us about what you got coming up that, that parents can get involved or maybe come here and get some more. Absolutely. Of
1: that. Um, so we have had on our hearts for the last couple of years how do we equip parents? And this is kind of one of these things like Carrie talked about, taking a pulse on the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have this incredible heart for parents because it's a hard job. It is. Yeah. And um You know, I I was listening to a a webinar a couple weeks ago where where they were talking about the importance of our legacy Mm -hmm. and how if we, um, you know, so like I have three kids. And so if each of my kids have three kids, if you go just, I think it was three or four generations down the line, you're looking at a thousand people.
0: Wow. (laughs) If all
1: of them would have three children. And so that to me says, well, it is so important that I am setting a solid foundation for my children to go out into this world and to continue healthy families, not perfect families, because that's not a thing, right. um, but right. healthy families. And so um, because of that that passion, that excitement in equipping families, we are starting um, what we call our Courageous Parenting Workshops. And so the first one starts on uh, February 22nd, um, it'll be here in our office from 9 to noon because um, sometimes coming to a weekly group is hard on people's schedules. And sure. so we thought, if you can just carve out a Saturday morning for us, okay, um, you can come. And so we're going to do a little bit of education okay, about um, just kind of understanding your kids, understanding the purpose of their behavior. Um, that's another phrase that I use all the time. Beha- all behavior has a purpose. Mm. So if we can just dig into that a little bit, then we can figure out how to... Um, you know, turn that behavior towards something that's working for us rather than against. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But the the focus of that first Courageous Parenting Workshop is how to motivate our kids. And so we're going to talk about very practical ways that we can start to look at, um, you know, what are the beliefs they have about themselves that are keeping them from reaching their full potential what are the different roles that I need to play as a parent? Do they need me to be you know, a coach right now where I'm teaching them step-by-step, step, here's how we do something? Mm-hmm. Or do they just need me to be their cheerleader right now and tell them I believe in them? Wow. Um, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about those roles and how if I get stuck in one of those roles, how they're missing these other parts of me that they need as a parent. Um, then we're gonna talk about how to kind of get your kid's heart for the future what are their hopes and dreams? What are their plans? And how can you partner with them in moving in that direction? Wow. Um, and then we're just going to talk about the way that our kids are uniquely wired and how, um, how to work within those strengths, but also how if we um, aren't building character in our kids, how those strengths can sometimes become a detriment. So if I've yes. got an extremely verbal kid, an extremely logical kid, that is absolutely a gift. However... If I am not (laughs) teaching character, that can also become a kid. That wants to argue and debate everything with me. Wow. So we're gonna talk about putting some healthy boundaries around those things too with our kids. So it will be a day of probably a lot of laughing
0: because kids and teenagers are hilarious. So um, you so the kids come with the parents, no, or, or is it just the parents? We're just gonna we're okay. just gonna have real talk. Okay. So so we just need these to be parents. Yes, <laughs> yes, just parents for this one. Yeah.
1: Um, but but my prayer is that parents will leave with some very practical tools that they can can go home and use like that day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and then we also have our kids conquering anxiety groups that are coming up. And this is for kids that are um, second through fourth grade. Okay. And so we're going to really dig into what is anxiety and how do your thoughts play a part in that. And so it's a very um, heavy cognitive behavioral therapy type group where we're teaching kids to not only um, pay attention to their thoughts, but then to learn to separate themselves. Like, I am not my thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's really fun because we also uh, memorize scripture throughout that group. So the kids are also learning, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about the way we think. Wow. Um, and so again, kind of like what Carrie was saying, the, the way that so often God's word backs up what we're learning yeah, in, in neuroscience and yeah. so those are a couple of the upcoming things that we've mm-hmm. got planned but we're always planning and dreaming and yeah. we're we're actually just putting together I just I think solidifying the date for it we're still
2: working on that but a healthy relationships workshop so that will cover that's for anyone, um, sure. but that's going to cover those boundaries and the, and just healthy communication. How do I do that and how yeah. do you have conflict in a healthy way? Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, what is my relationship with myself too? And how does what I say to myself, how does that flow out in the conversations I have with other people? And no so doubt. giving people a lot of those practical skills. We ran Healthy Relationships as a group last summer for the first time and had people say, why oh, hasn't anybody told us these things? No one's told taught Hmm. these things and that just breaks our hearts Mm -hmm. because again it's god's truth yes and it's here and we just need to know it's available and to put into practice so that one will be coming up probably in april
0: that's amazing! I am so excited about these. I might come to the parenting training myself. Love to have you! I would yeah. because, um, you know, I think it's new territory for me as a teenager. You know, mm-hmm. and and um, oh, yeah. and I'm I'm engaged to be married, and, and I have stepchildren that I'm walking Absolutely. into mm-hmm. new territory with new personalities and new attitudes and behaviors, mm-hmm. and I want to be the best stepmom I can be. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, my kid <laughs> is a, is a different you know, it's a different personality, it's a different yeah. way that I handled this, mm-hmm. I want to be able to, to, to you know, and so I think it's encouraging even for parents that maybe don't have necessarily what you would say, maybe like a troubled teen or a troubled mm-hmm. child, Right. this still is just practical everyday stuff to this help you parent, everyone. this yes. is for everybody, right? Yes. right.
1: Um, their kid does not have to have a clinical disorder, their kid does not have to have been in counseling, they don't have to have been in counseling. Yeah, let's remove that stigma of thinking
0: that counseling is for, you know, if you're, you know, right. we we all need any kind of edification or any kind of information or knowledge, we all need that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to make sure that we we spell that out is to to know that even Mm -hmm. somebody like me can come to this thing and and learn something and gain something Mm -hmm. from it as a parent. Just to kind of end this and wrap this up a little bit, I appreciate you guys sitting down with me and talking to me today. I can't wait to share this with everybody. But um, I know we talked about the website. I'm going to have you guys give that where they can find all this information at. Um, But uh, I I really want to kind of say if somebody's listening to this and maybe these things don't apply to them, Mm -hmm. but they say, how can I help? Like mm-hmm. what can I do for Cornerstone of Hope? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I would just like to sponsor a child or a yeah. family yeah. to give and to help um, an organization like yours because I know that this is very faith built. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said in the beginning, you guys inspired me so much when I left there. I thought, oh my gosh, if anybody has stepped out of the boat and walked on water, you guys have. And I I do. I love your stories, Alice. And I had lunch uh, last week or at whenever, and it's, she was sharing some things. And I was like, it's oh, it an
2: incredible journey. Guys, just doing creatively only something god could do and it speaks of his love for the people here in this community mm-hmm. i mean he absolutely loves them so he much does. He that does. he has been more than creative
0: in yeah. providing a place like this mm-hmm. so your website is where people can give if they want to give or, they or if they want to, to customize yes, they something absolutely
2: can so if it's cornerstoneofhopelima.org that's our website and there is an option to give you can donate there um one of the um Kind of things that we're, we're recognizing a trend in now is there are people who want to get to counseling and sometimes for whatever their resources, just they need a little extra help in being able to come here mm-hmm. um, and receive the help they need. So we now have a gift of hope can, um, fund that okay. people can give to that, that, that money will go right back into providing counseling or group spo- um, sponsorships, you know, or scholarships for people to attend groups oh. or individual counseling okay. so to make it manageable for people to attend mm-hmm. they, and to come and get the help that they actually need. So that's the gift of hope. Fund, but they can also give to Team Hope. Team Hope means that you're you're giving on a continual basis. You know, you sure. say say you want to give quarterly, mm-hmm. you know, or you want to give once a year or something. That just we invite you to give to Team Hope. Awesome. Um, you know, yes. we have a Building Hope campaign and, or uh, mm-hmm. group, and that's that's more um, if you want to be kind of like our large um, donors. So if you have a business and you mm-hmm. say we want to give a significant amount to Cornerstone per year, mm-hmm. then that that would fall under that. But if they have any questions, you can um, always uh, check the website. But you can also call our office at 419-581-9138 and ask questions if you have. But um, the giving, we just want to assure people, we always tell people who give, we are extremely frugal in our office (laughs) on purpose because we take very seriously the funds given by
0: people. And we want that to go back into people and and serving the needs of people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys so much. I really do. And I can't wait to share this information. And they've got the website now, again, that's Cornerstone of Hope Lima. Dot org. So make sure you go there if you want more information. Um, if you want to give, um, everything that you'll need is there. Mm-hmm. And they can also um,
2: register. Oh, and they these, can register the, for these. Okay, the group so or that the training. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was
0: courageous parenting training, and that's coming up on February twenty second, mm-hmm. and that's a nine to twelve class. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, it would be a six week group. Um, for kids conquering anxiety and this is for the kids correct Mm -hmm. and again those ages are second through fourth grade yes um if you feel like um you have a child in that age um, group who's struggling with the anxious feelings and thoughts we want to make sure that that we um, get that plug out there for that too and that's thursday starting uh, it's on a Thursday. It starts on February 27th, and that's a six-week six group, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I thank you guys so much. Thank you. This thank is so you. exciting. Thank I can't you. wait to share the news. And um, again, if you guys have any more questions, you can um, comment on this link below, or you can go to their website. And Carrie and Allison would be happy to answer any questions that you have. And uh, we appreciate you guys being on the thank show you. today. Thank, thank you, you so much. It was a
2: blessing. <laughs>